The Affordable Care Act's preventive care mandate is restored temporarily while a lawsuit challenging it makes its way through the courts. HHS announces the second group of inflation-capped Part B medications. And New York City physicians call off a planned strike after reaching a deal with hospitals. It's Wednesday, June 14th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. A provision in the Affordable Care Act that mandates preventive care services with no cost sharing for health plan beneficiaries remains in place, for now and with some carve-outs, as a lawsuit challenging its legality makes its way through the court system. Attorneys representing the federal government and the plaintiffs in the case Braidwood Management v. Becerra reached a tentative compromise last week that would allow no-cost preventive care coverage to remain largely intact across the country while the case proceeds. In that case, the plaintiffs argue that being required to pay for certain preventive care services, like HIV prevention medication, violates their religious beliefs. This compromise includes an exemption for the plaintiffs, allowing them to use a health plan for their employees that does not cover all preventive services if they can find a payer that offers a plan like that. Moreover, the Biden administration agreed not to penalize the plaintiffs if the ACA rules are upheld on a appeal. This is the latest chapter in the ongoing legal challenge to the ACA's preventive care mandate. This past March, Judge Reed O'Connor of the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas ruled that the provision was unconstitutional. He said that because the members of the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force are not appointed by the president and confirmed by the Senate, it lacked the authority to make recommendations for the preventive services covered by the ACA. The Fifth Circuit, which is currently reviewing the case issued a stay on his ruling in May. Judge O'Connor is well known for his opposition to the Affordable Care Act. Previously, he ruled that the entire law was unconstitutional in 2018. The Supreme Court overturned that ruling. The Fifth Circuit is expected to make a final ruling in the case later this year. The Department of Health and Human Services released its second list of Part B prescription drugs whose manufacturers will be required to repay Medicare for raising prices above the inflation rate. This latest list targets 43 drugs, including treatments for severe asthma, arthritis, and lymphoma. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services said Medicare beneficiaries who take these drugs may save between $1 and $449 per average dose between July 1st and September 30th of this year, depending on their individual coverage. Drug makers are required by 2022's Inflation Reduction Act to pay rebates to the Medicare program when drug prices increase faster than the rate of inflation. The federal government said it intends to invoice drug makers for the 2023 and 2024 Part B inflation rebates no later than fall 2025. This list is an expansion of an earlier list of prescription drugs whose prices outpaced inflation in the last quarter of 2022. HHS released that initial list of 27 drugs in March. However, it trimmed it down to 20 at the end of that month. 
A planned strike of resident physicians at two New York City hospitals has been averted. The Committee of Interns and Residents, a union that represents more than 25,000 residents and fellows across the country, announced Monday night that a tentative deal was reached with residents at two Manhattan hospitals, Mount Sinai West and Mount Sinai Morningside. The three-year tentative agreement includes a 7% salary increase this year that is retroactive to March. It also includes a 6% salary increase in 2024 and a 5% guaranteed increase in March 2025. Resident physicians will also receive a $2,000 ratification bonus, increases in educational stipends and meal money, and access to flex spending beginning in 2024. The agreement also preserves back pay for the graduating residents who worked at the hospitals during the COVID-19 pandemic. Union members voted to authorize a strike in May and were set to begin a five-day strike yesterday. If these residents had ultimately gone on strike, it would have been the second resident physician demonstration in New York City in less than a month. In late May, resident physicians went on strike for three days at Elmhurst Hospital in Queens over salary demands. Elmhurst is one of the oldest public municipal hospitals in the city and is part of the New York City health and hospital system. Those residents are employed by the Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai. That strike was the first physician strike in the city in more than 30 years. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.